to the woods a podcast about the mysterious the legendary and the plain weird because you never know what you're gonna find in the woods i'm shasne and i'm sandy <laughs> coming at you from school. a new location uh we're at school brought to you by a blizzard yeah is it considered a blizzard out i don't know um, it's heckin cold to be honest, I was kind of hoping it'd snow more so I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Which, like, I guess it still could. Yeah, it's supposed to snow tonight. I hope I wake up tomorrow and I can't leave so I can call and be like, Haha, sorry, I can't leave my house, so... Plus, if I can't leave my house, then other people can't leave their houses, so, like, then they can't go out. So what's the point? Yeah, sadly, I, I work too close to my house and I, I drive there, so I can't call it snow day can i come in it's too snowy you know i would try anyway oh, yeah. and i'd probably end up in a ditch and then i'd be like i'll be late <laughs> um okay well to start off i have some weird news news from the zone <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically kind of a conspiracy-esque thing it's a uh, local so I quickly wanted to share it. So, there is a little town called Carstairs. <laughs> of course. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. But how's it spelled? Carstairs. Carstairs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's, it's literally Carstairs. Mm-hmm. And in Carstairs is a store called the Westview Co-op, which is a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And we have co-ops all over, at least Western Canada. I don't know about anywhere else, because I've never been anywhere else, but... I'm sure Ontario has a bunch. Do they? I have no idea. I mean, they have co-op gas stations. <laughs> okay. Well, co-op is, like, our... Probably our biggest food place in Western Canada, but um, they're on strike right now, so... Yeah. Which, I, I support strikes, but can, can the... Like the co- cooperation people, like Cooperate. like give them what they want, so I can buy my groceries. I'm really hungry. Yeah, <laughs> or my gas. Oh yeah. Oh, well. Well, some people are back at work. Yeah, they are, but there's there's still like not yeah full force. But yeah. you would think they would they would have lost a lot of money by now. Yeah. So they're I don't know. That's hmm hmm, hmm. interesting. A different theory for a different day. <laughs> so, at this particular co-op in Alberta, Canada, <laughs> um, there's a phenomenon of key fobs not working, which key fobs are like the things that start the car or some of them unlock the car as well. Yeah, they just won't work. People park their cars in the parking lot, go in to get their groceries and come back out and they can't unlock their car. They have to whip out their key and do it manually. Like peasants. <laughs> yeah, what is this? Like the 20th century? The 1990s? God. No, they probably had this in the 90s. What is this? Did the, they? I don't even the know. The 1970s? Yeah. <laughs> no one wore seatbelts? <laughs> anyway, um, the co-op has taken actions to figure out what the heck is going on in their parking lot. Uh, They have called in electricians to come have a look and 
they've also even spoken to the federal ministry. So, first, uh, they turned off all the power in the store and, like, completely no power going to the store at all. They don't have Wi-Fi there, so it's not that, like, um, it's something else is, like, blocking the signals for these car starters. Uh, the same, like, the same thing was happening. Nobody's car starters would work. (laughs) Uh, so now they are looking at external sources, like, um, a few of the townsfolk have theories, theories, they're saying that maybe it was a Tim Hortons that was recently built. Classic. (laughs) Or a local food store that just got a new security system installed, um, There's highway construction not not too far away, so that could be that. Or they just demolished an old Rona hardware building. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's ghosts? my my bet. My bet is on ghosts. So yeah, that's the phenomenon that is plaguing Carster, Alberta. I thought it was funny and local. So. Like no one said aliens, and I'm really upset about it. Right, like. They should know that aliens exist. They're in Alberta. That is farming country. They know aliens aliens exist. They've been paid out by the government to say that they don't exist. (laughs) Especially in Carstare. Okay, so we just took a quick break. And we went to record again. And the recording was all messed up. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what happened. It said that we had 168 minutes of recording, even though we paused it for like four minutes. <laughs> so we are now led to believe that we are still being haunted by this demon ghost. Um, hi, Mr. Demon Ghost. If oh you're God. here, please say hello okay. into the microphone. Anyway, Thank you. So we, I'm at school right now, okay? We're in a study room. We are in a Catholic college, and we're talking about demons. Even better. No wonder there's an angry ghost. Yeah, it's probably some, like, priest being like, girls, quit talking about demons. I mean, the chapel's, like, right down the hall. I know. We walked by, and it was, like, playing, like, pop music. I was like, what is that? You're like, that's the chapel. I don't know what they do in there. So how was your week, Sandy? It was a time... Uh, today I went to the doctor and I found out I have tendonitis in my shoulder, so I'm dying. Ouch. Yeah. It was like, it was really bad today and yesterday. Like at first it, I just couldn't lift my hand over my head, but now I can't even open the door without oh it my hurting. God. So I need physio. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. What, like, what's that from? Like, I don't really know what it is Tendonitis is just an over, like, you overwork your tendon. I think it might have happened when I was doing power yoga, or at least that's when I noticed it. Mm. And yeah, it just got like the doctor checked it out, and like he was like moving my arm, and every time I'd like flinch because it really hurt. And he's like, "Oh yeah, so all that hurt? Like yeah, it all hurts. I'm not just flinching for fun." But oh, um, man. yeah, he just said my tendons were inflamed. Yeah, he just moved my arm and was like, "Oh yes, it's tendonitis." So I was like, "Oh okay." Um. 
Um, he's like, you didn't tear anything or else you'd be screaming. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all that matters. I don't even want to know. Also, this was Ian's doctor's appointment. And I was like, oh, by the way, that's my so shoulder hurts. <laughs> by okay. the way, can you also look at my shoulder? <laughs> well, we got a new family. Do- or this is like, I had a family doctor before this, but like we're getting married and everything. We're like, let's just get a different one together. So I went in. And, you know, it's Ian, it's technically Ian's appointment, and they're talking about, like, allergies and all this stuff, and then I was just like, hey, I hurt my shoulder last week, and I can't move now. (laughs) But he did say, you need physio, or else, like, you're not gonna be able to move your shoulder, because I kept telling him, it's getting worse, I turned, like, it hurts to turn on the the tap for water. So he's like, yeah, if you don't go, like, you just won't be able to move your shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I just hijacked Ian's doctor's appointment. That's funny. But that's true love. Yeah, totally. Yeah. How was your week? Um, oh, I was going to say, because we were talking about doctor's appointments mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, I was talking to my mom yesterday about the epidemic in Washington over measles. Oh, yeah. Because of the anti-vaxxers. Ugh. If you're an anti-vaxxer, get the fuck out of my podcast. <laughs> I don't care. Stop listening now. <laughs> What if we lost all our listeners? <laughs> I'd be concerned. I'd be like, I honestly uh, wouldn't be upset if they, because they're all anti-vaxxers. Yeah. But like, I didn't want you here anyway. Um, so yeah, we were talking about that, and then my mom was like, "Cause okay, the reason we were talking about that was because I was like, I haven't had vegetables all day today. I'm gonna get green gangs. <laughs> Isn't it gangrene? Yes. The gang green gang from the Powerpuff Girls? Yes, that's why I always think of it. Um, And she's like, green gang? Do you mean... Oh, okay. (laughs) Do you mean, like, what? I'm like, wait, no, I mean scurvy. And she's like... (laughs) She's like, I don't think you're going to get scurvy for not having a vegetable today. (laughs) And I was like, I told her about the anti-vaxxers and the measles. And she's like, you might get measles. I was like, what do you mean? I'm vaccinated. And she's like, yeah, but when I was pregnant with you, they told me I had to update my vaccine, so you might get measles. <laughs> you know, I might get measles. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm up to date on my vaccine. I, I did see a doctor I don't even... when I went to Mexico about all that stuff. Yeah. I don't even, like... When... Like, if you get the vaccination for, like, measles or something, like, as a kid, do you have to get them again later on in your life? Or is it just, like, Um, I once? think you have to get tested to see if you're still immune. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, like, my mom got tested and apparently she wasn't immune anymore. She had to get it updated. Mm-hmm. But I don't I should go do that. Yeah, especially right now, since it's actually a thing. Yeah. Which, it shouldn't be a thing. No. Like, this is 2019, but whatever. And did you see that they're, like, on the top ten list of, like, risks, uh, like, like, uh, to humanity oh and my stuff God. like that? Knock it off, okay? Like, these white moms from, like, <laughs> I don't know, North Carolina, like... I think we have in the Do we? If you're an anti-maxer, knock I it think. off. That's the only reason I know that North Carolina exists. Really? Well, no, but oh. care at least. All right. <laughs> There's just so many states. Yeah. 
Like there's all fifty. Yeah, too uh, too many. Yeah. <laughs> there's what like thirteen provinces. Well, or is that including territories? Ten plus three territories. Oh, that's what it's. Yeah. Yeah. So that is including territories. Yeah. That's all. What What did we talk about this week? For some reason, you really wanted to talk about twins. Oh, why wouldn't I want to talk about twins? I don't know. Twins are great. Mm -hmm. Do you know twins? Uh, Besides you and me. Uh, Yeah, our good friend Gabby. She is a twin. Yes, she does have a twin. Yes. I I feel like I know more. I'm just blanking. I went to school with many sets of twins. Yes, we did. Surprisingly, for some weird reason, there's a lot of twins here. You know, I was just talking about this with someone. Oh, I th- it was because I told them, oh, we're doing a podcast episode <laughs> on twins. But, uh, yeah. I-, I think one of my, or two of my coworkers are twins. Like, they're not, like, they each have their own twin. Mm, um, that's interesting. Yeah. They're... They're all fraternal twins, just like Gabby and Lara, they're fraternal. Identical twins, I just remember, like, the girls we we go to school with. Um, yeah. And, like, in elementary school, there was Oh, man. Okay, I know one, two, three, four, five. I know at least five sets of twins off six. Six sets of twins off the top of my head mm. from school that I remember. Weird. What's really weird, actually, is, like, I went to school with this girl, and her dad had a twin, and I thought that was weird when I was younger, because I was like, twins as adults? <laughs> <laughs> adults can't be twins. <laughs> I was like, how weird would it be to see, like, your dad walk in, but it's not. It's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like... Okay, when Angela was little, she was definitely afraid of my uncle because he'd always jump out at her and go boo. (laughs) Man, I was afraid of my uncle as a kid, too. Did he jump out at you and go boo? I don't know what he did, but every time I seen him, I'd cry. (laughs) Well, okay, so, like, my dad and my uncle aren't twins, but they look very much alike. So there was this one time, my uncle walked out of the washroom and Angela thought it was him. And, like, she was a baby, like, she was still crying. So she crawled up to him and was like, pick me up, like... And then my uncle was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so he picked her up, and then once he did, she realized who it was and started screaming. Oh my god. That's so funny. Okay, anyway, the twins. Go okay. ahead, Sandy. So, yeah, we're talking about twins today. Um, I don't know how to lead into the story, but it's a wild one and raises more questions than Wait, answers. Why are we talking about twins? Because... Sandy and I are, <laughs> quotations, twins. <laughs> you would have known if uh, the demon didn't mess up our origin story, but yeah. I guess it's a mystery. But something that we do a lot is we, um, not to quote Frozen, but <laughs> finish each other's sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, there was that one time in high school when we communicated without saying absolutely 
anything? Yeah, we just knew. That was weird. Like, I still am like, what? Do you remember that one time when our friend was sitting on the bench, like, eating her sandwich? And she's like, oh, I gotta go do this thing. And in unison, we pointed at her and said, you do that. And then walked away. Both at the same time. She was so scared after that. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we call it twin telepathy. And I'll talk more about that later. But yeah. that is why we decided to do an episode on twins. Um, it's because an episode they're weird. about us. Like, come on, twins are so weird. Have you seen The Shining? <laughs> well, I guess, I, I don't think they were supposed to be twins. They are just sisters. But still, they look like twins. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was, like, twins in Insidious or something. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, here's a story for you. About twins. Mm. Oh my god, I have okay. a creepy story to show you. What is it? <laughs> you know, we were joking about how I was going to interrupt you this episode <laughs> and you'd like start yelling at me, but I think the opposite is going to happen. <laughs> it's like, okay, Sadie, go ahead. Wait, no. Psych. <laughs> no, okay, all I want to say was that I knew this guy from high school who <laughs> probably doesn't listen to this, <clears throat> but I think his friend does. Oh, really? But they we'll probably won't it. know who I'm talking about. We'll talk about it after. Um, okay, well, I remember on the bus once, because we played soccer together, randomly on the bus, he was like, yeah, I had a twin. And I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, he died in my mom's, like, tummy with me. Yeah. Obviously not tummy, but whatever. Um, and then he said something about how, like, he can still feel his presence. Okay, we were on the same soccer team, so I feel like I should know this who you're talking about. Do I know who you're talking about? You, Yeah. Okay. I don't mean... Um, well, I'll tell you later. Do yeah. you have a theory on who it is? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it later then. I mean, just the only... Oh, wait. But there was that one guy. Really weird. Okay. What up? We're talking about later. <laughs> so... <laughs> Twins. Twins. I can still feel... Oh, my God. That's terrifying. <laughs> I can still feel his presence. Okay. Well, did he like absorb him? Because you know how some twins like they'll absor- absorb the other one. I don't know. However, the thing about I don't know like, if he said that. Um, like apparently, when you absorb your twin, you're more likely to develop tumors. It's like your twin trying to come back out of you. <laughs> this is a weird episode. Okay. okay. I'll stop. <clears throat> In 1940, a three-week-old baby from Ohio was adopted. Yay. His adoptive parents named him James, or Jim for short, but could you imagine a baby named Jim? Like, no. Ew. <laughs> but anyway, they named him James Lewis. Growing up, he had a dog named Toy. And as a student in school, he enjoyed math and carpentry, but hated spelling. Then, later on, when he was older, he married a woman named Linda. Unfortunately, though, his marriage with Linda didn't work out, and they divorced. But then he married a woman named Betty. Uh, They had a son together, and they named their son James Allen. Uh, Jim also worked as a security guard, drove a Chevy vehicle, and was a chain smoker. Oh, I like the chain smokers. <laughs> Great. Um, so in the same year of 1940, another baby was born, and adoptive parents named him James, Jim for short, Springer. 
He was from Ohio, had a dog named Toy. Um, his favorite subjects in school were math, carpentry. He hated spelling. He married a woman named Linda, but their marriage fell apart, so he divorced her and married a woman named Betty. Betty and Jim had a son named J- James Allen, and Jim Springer worked as a deputy sheriff, drove a Chevy vehicle, and was a chain smoker. Thoughts? I love this so much. <laughs> um, so yes, Jim Lewis and Jim Springer are identical twins, separated at birth, and were both adopted by two different families. Both of their mothers knew that their sons had a twin. Uh, but Jim Springer's mother thought that his twin had died. Well, Jim Lewis's mother knew a little bit more. When she went to get the adoption paperwork done, she overheard someone say, Oh, the other baby! They also named him James! So, like, she, that's how she knew that he had a twin or something. Oh. Um, so when they were both 39 years old, though other sources I saw said they were 40, so who knows. Mm-hmm. Jim Lewis decided to go look for his twin. He called the probate court, which had a record of his adoption, and he was able to get contact information for the, the Springer family, who turned out to only live 45 miles away from where he lived. Um, after Jim Lewis contacted Jim Springer, Jim Springer called Jim Lewis, this is like so much, <laughs> and left a message saying, are you my brother? <laughs> uh, which when they talk about, they're like, oh yeah, ha ha, he asked, are you my brother? Like that book, are you my mother? Oh my god. Did I read that? Um, four days later, they met in person and discovered that they had even more similarities. For example, they both suffer from tension headaches. They are both uh, nail biters. They both smoke the same brand of cigarettes, go to the same Florida beach on vacation, both drink Miller Lite beer, and this is like oddly specific. They both enjoy leaving love notes to their wives around their house. Okay, but every man should enjoy that, so... (laughs) That that eye roll. (laughs) Uh, So researchers at the University of Minnesota ended up hearing about the gym twins, and they invited (laughs) them in to go uh, into their facility for testing. The team of researchers ended up performing studies hoping to discover if separation had any role in the nature versus nurture debate. So this research team studied about 137 pairs of twins, and that included the two gyms, um, and sparked more than 170 other studies focusing on medical and psychological characteristics of twins. And what they discovered was centered around the effect that environment has, or centered around the effect that environment uh, has on child rearing and the way genetics factor in as a comparison. So I guess they're like, oh, genetics. And environment go hand in hand which like maybe this was done in the 70s so maybe that's why i'm like isn't that obvious but yeah i mean was it on the pod that i was talking about how they say that like memories can be yeah. handed down now yeah it's insane so um, they probably just have similar tastes because yeah. they share genetics yeah So while the Jim twins are insanely alike, unfortunately, Jim Lewis has strayed from their same lifestyle way to ruin it. Yeah. Uh, He divorced Betty and married a woman named Sandy. And at his... Oh, Sandy! Yeah. At his and Sandy's wedding, his twin brother, Jim Springer, was his best man. There's no news on if Jim Springer has divorced Betty and married Sandy. Um, So the case of the Jim twins isn't the only bizarre story of twins growing up apart but having similar lives. 
So Barbara Herbert and Daphne Goodship, also known as the Giggle Twins, which is, like, terrifying, (laughs) uh, they spent 40 years apart. They were called the Giggle Twins because they laugh and fold their arms in the same way. Oh my god. Uh, When they met, they found out that they both had a miscarriage uh, the same year, followed by the birth of two boys and a girl in that order. However, Daphne was raised Jewish and Barbara was raised Catholic. Um, Mm -hmm. Other twins are Adriana Scott and Tamara Rabbi. Or Rabbi, I don't, I think it's Rabbi. Uh, they were also separated at birth. Adriana was raised Catholic and Tamara was raised Jewish. They are both night people. They both love to dance. They both want to have a boy and a girl in that order. They both use the same brand of shampoo. They are both B students and neither of them are good at math. Me neither. Same. So, yeah. Short, sweet, but like wild. That is crazy that's like what are the odds right i mean <clears throat> coincidences happen but is this a coincidence? but i think this is just a reason to study all twins who are separated at birth and keep track of their every movement and note <laughs> yeah all their interests and everything that they do to see if it's a thing or if it's just a coincidence yeah which is what, like, people have been trying to study for a while, but, like, it's just almost impossible to really know. Um, but, yeah, like, that, it's, that was a thing that happened, the two gyms. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even know what'd be at work there, like, there's so many things out of, like, genetics control, like, they both had a dog named Toy. Yeah, stuff like that is a bit weird. Even weird, like even the fact that their wives have this have the, the same, same names, name. That's weird. That they named their sons James Allen. Yeah. Or like, like I get like, oh, we hate spelling, we love math, like that. I kind of feel genetics might play more of a part. In, but like, yeah, like that stuff will be genetics. Like even. Uh, similar tastes in like food and such like yeah the beer and everything or like going that to the floor the like same genetic. florida beach for vacation like that that could be a coincidence because i guess depending yeah. on where they live well they live in ohio i don't know well yeah i don't know the culture in ohio and how cool it is to really florida, like florida so. but i know like lots of people here like they talk about going <clears throat> puerto vallarta in mexico yeah. and that's like the popular beach to go to so um, it could just be at the time where like yeah the more popular place to go to is but the dogs, yeah, or like the they, wives. they both drive the same Chevy vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, you'd have to look at, like, the time and see how popular it was yeah, to buy I that think specific vehicle. Also, I don't know. I think that's, we just, I don't want to say, like, we don't have the technology to really dig that deep into it yet, but. Maybe we just don't have the knowledge to quite understand twins yet. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's it's fascinating <clears throat> because they're two separate beings who sh- who share like the same genetic yeah. code. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, so I was gonna look into the phenomenon of twin telepathy, but <laughs> um, everything said that. Like, there was a lot of anecdotal notes and evidence for it, but there was no actual, like, evidence to say whether or not it's a thing. 
and I didn't want to cover bullshit. Of course. <laughs> Even though we talk about ghosts. <laughs> I mean, not everyone thinks ghosts are bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think ghosts, ghosts are bullshit. They're very But twin telepathy. Yeah, twin telepathy, totally. <laughs> well, no, but I was looking Here, we for, only like, give the facts. Yeah, pretty much. To an extent. Hey, I don't think I've ever said the ghosts exist. Have I? Uh, I don't think so. Well, there we go. It's up for debate. I mean, it is. (laughs) It always has been. Twin telepathy. I don't know. The internet said it doesn't exist, so I was like, okay, bye. Fine. Thank you, next. (laughs) Okay, so... I'm doing a popular case that I'm sure everybody knows, but I love it so much, so I'm going to cover it. June and Jennifer Gibbons were born April 11th, 1963, living a life of racial hardship, isolation, in a psychiatric hospital, and a life of crime and arson. I know, it makes them sound so dramatic. But they are best known as the Silent Twins. I feel that. You know this one, don't you? Of course. It was on and That's Why We Drink. Oh, yeah. I knew about before that. Oh, I didn't know about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> before that. I heard of it a long time ago. It's really interesting. That reminds me. There's like this... I'm pretty sure there's this one... Once this family that had to like live in a glass box. We'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> 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 it was so vague and weird. Okay, so they were born, uh, June and Jennifer, they were born to Caribbean immigrants, but were raised in Haverford, West Wales. They were inseparable from birth. The girls refused to speak to anyone but each other. And they occasionally spoke to their younger sister, Rose, as well. Uh, but when they did speak, it was in a made-up twin language. It's not like something we tried to do in grade nine, but we just couldn't. I mean, I used to try to understand pig Latin, but I don't think I could bother to do it anymore. Who knows pig Latin? I'll just learn Spanish so we can just speak Spanish all the time. Please. Okay. So, a psychologist once secretly recorded the girls talking and discovered that they were actually speaking regular English just at an incredible speed. Just, like, really fast? Just really fast. Unbelievably fast. Faster than I can even speak. Uh, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, really fast. <laughs> this is really tough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Um, so they lived in a predominantly white town. And these ladies, they weren't white. Like, they were dark-skinned. They were Caribbean. Yeah. So, Caribbean. Oh, oh my god, how do you say that word? I would say, Car- or like, no, I do say Caribbean, but like, I think it's, uh, some people say Caribbean. See, I grew up saying Caribbean before, you know, the internet <clears throat> existed. <laughs> I'm not that old. I like, I don't want to say it's interchangeable, but like, is it? I don't know. So I, I always say Caribbean because I don't say the word out loud a lot to catch myself. But I hear other people say Caribbean, so I don't know. I always know. say Caribbean, like, even in my head, like, I, I don't know why. 
I don't know, but like when the Pirates of the Caribbean came out, I always said Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, I always said Pirates of the Caribbean because like, isn't that what it's called? Like in all the trailers, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. And like, that's just what everyone calls that movie. But when I talk about the Caribbean, like the islands, I say Caribbean. I thought they were the same. They are the same. I'm so confused. Like Pirates of the Caribbean takes place in the... Caribbean. Okay, uh, we have an email. Uh, it's called thewoodspodcast at gmail.com. Please email us and give us a lecture on how to properly pronounce <laughs> Sandy looks Dylan. like she's in distress. I am. I'm distraught. <laughs> okay, anyway. Oh my god. Jeez. Okay, so yes, these two young girls of color were born in a white-ass town. So, obviously, there was a lot of race, racial, like, stuff towards them because people are awful and they do that. Ugh. If you're racist, please leave. So then, yes, please. Same with, you can follow the anti-vaxxers out. Yeah. Because I don't want any of Get you. Get out of here. <laughs> um, so, the girls were frequently bullied to the point where the school administrators had to let them leave early to avoid torment from oh the other God. students. Way to, like, do something about it. Like, go just go home. Yeah, just go Who home. Who cares about your education? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, this didn't really work, though, and the girls eventually just withdrew from school and society. There was a physician at the school who could see something was wrong, and he had the girls see a speech pathologist. The pathologist said that they could see a, a game going on between the two girls, so June wanted to talk to the pathologist and, like, tell her things, but she could see Jennifer would just kind of give her this look and June wouldn't say anything like she just wouldn't talk but it was kind of like Jennifer was like controlling her sister no uh, when the girls were 14 they were sent to different boarding schools to attempt to separate them and force them to interact with others around them but this did more harm than good they became cataconic and entirely withdrawn without each other during their brief separation June nearly killed herself and Jennifer wrote could I drown myself in the bath, or should I get a pin and stick it in my heart? Oh my god. But, like, when you were eight or 15, 14 years old, did you write, like, really angsty lyrics, too? Do you really want to go there? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I know the truth. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just, um, the article I was reading was actually, like, from like the 80s kind of when all the yeah. stuff's going down and it was super like tabloid-esque yeah yeah it was talked about how the girls like when they were a bit older like during the summer they met these american boys and mm. these boys taught them like thing or like brought them drugs and drinks and like they had sex and all this mm. stuff and the girls would write stay in the room and write stories about these like sexual encounters and everything but it made it like sure that might be true but it made it, like, super, like, scandalous but and honestly, I'm pretty sure when I was a teen, I also wrote about sexual encounters oh, that totally. I never had. but... Yeah, Actually, like... yeah, I know I did. I'm saying that they probably didn't happen. This yeah. This, this uh, yeah. tabloid thing, he yeah. was making it seem like these girls are super scandalous, bad ladies or something. But, I <laughs> bad mean, ladies. It might have happened. I don't know, but it was just kind of weird. Yeah. The way it was written, I was like, this is like, what's that word that they use for tabloid? Like, rash? Fabricated. 
fabricated? I don't know. Okay. There's a word. Okay. That means, like, over the top. Like, exaggerated? No. Oh. Okay. Uh, so when the girls were reunited, they became very interested in making up plays and stories in their bedroom uh, with their dolls or in costumes and stuff. And they would uh, make tapes for their sister, Rose, to enjoy as gifts. Oh, how nice. But yeah, they spent pretty much all their time in the rooms. Uh, the pair became inspired to write fiction and began a mail-order course in creative writing from a, like, a university that does that stuff. Did you, do you, do you ever see those commercials when you were younger? It's yeah. Like, join this drawing course. And yeah. Yeah. I, I always wanted to take, like, a creative writing course online. Maybe I should look into that. Um... Not that they sponsor us, but Skillshare. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't sponsor us, but maybe one day. Hey, Skillshare. You should sponsor us this time. You can take a creative writing course. <laughs> okay, so their writings often depicted young men and women who had an interest in strange behaviors and crime. So a summary of, of a few of their stories. In June's Pepsi-Cola Addict, the high school hero is seduced by a teacher, then sent away to a reformatory where a homosexual guard makes a play for him. In Jennifer's The Pugilist, Pugilist? I don't even know what that word is. A physician is so eager to save his child's life that he kills the family dog to obtain its heart for a transplant. The, do <laughs> the dog's spirit lives on in the child and ultimately has its revenge against the father. <laughs> Damn. I want to read this. <laughs> Jennifer also wrote Discomnia... Discomoni discomania? Oh, discomania, yeah. Yeah. The story of a Wait, young... how did you pronounce that first? I said discomnia. <laughs> it took me a minute to realize it's a discomania. discomania. Okay. So the story of a young woman who discovers that the atmosphere of a local disco incites patrons to, to insane violence. All of Panic it. at the disco. So, yeah, literally. Oh, those stories sound interesting. I would read them. So... When their works of literature didn't gain any notice, they turned to to a life as life of crime as, in, <laughs> as excitement. As you do, they performed petty theft, strangled each other, and even committed arson. When they were brought to court, uh, they were charged with arson and were confined to a high security mental facility called Broadmoor Hospital. So, in the hospital, the behavior of the scissors scissors <laughs> I can't speak today. I'm sick again. So. In the hospital, the behavior of the sisters <laughs> puzzled the doctors. They took turns eating. One day, one would go, uh, sorry, one would gorge herself while the other starved. And the next day, they would switch roles. The sisters were housed in different cells at opposite ends of the hospital, but the nurses often found them frozen in the same bizarre poses. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Maybe twin telepathy isn't bullshit. Maybe it's not. Guess we'll never know. Aliens. Oh, totally. <laughs> Demons. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Just not twin telepathy. Because that's, that's bullshit. That's made up. <laughs> Lies. I would know. I'm a twin. Oh, yes. <laughs> so even though the twins seemed inseparable, they had almost built their own prison between the two. Things were not perfect, as seen in Jennifer's diary when she wrote, We have become fatal enemies in each other's eyes. We feel the irritating, deadly rays come out of our bodies, sting in each other's skin. I say to myself, 
Can I get rid of my own shadow? Impossible or not possible? Without my shadow, would I die? Without my shadow, would I gain life, be free, or left to die? Without my shadow, which I identify with a face of misery, deception, and murder. Jesus. Yeah. I read her book. <laughs> During the time spent in the mental hospital, the twins began to believe that in order for one of them to lead a normal life, one of them would have to die. After a lot of discussions, they both agreed that it would be Jennifer who died. In March of 1993, doctors decided to transfer the twins to Caswell Clinic. Before the transfer, journalist Marjorie Wallace came to interview the sisters. During the visit, Jennifer abruptly stated, matter-of-factly, over a cup of tea, Marjorie, Marjorie, I'm going to have to die. When Wallace asked why, Jennifer just calmly replied, because we decided. Duh. Yeah, duh. Like, why are you asking questions? Like, ugh. During the trip to Caswell Clinic, Jennifer slept in June's lap with her eyes open. Upon reaching the clinic, Jennifer presented as unresponsive and was pronounced dead by the doctors. Later, the cause of death was determined to be a sudden lethal inflammation of the heart. During an autopsy, doctors did not find any drug or poison in her body, and her death still remains a mystery. June claims that Jennifer had been acting oddly for a few days before the incident. Her speech was slurred and she didn't feel well. So they assumed she must have, like her and her sister, assumed that Jennifer must have been dying. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're not feeling well? Guess you're dying. Yeah, I mean, same, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jennifer lies buried under a headstone that is engraved with a poem written by June. We once were two, we two made one, we know more two, through life to be... Life be one, rest in peace. Damn. Okay, they were actually really good at writing. Yeah. And just like that, after the death of her beloved sister, June began to interact normally with the outside world. No more constraints on what she could do or she could say. So, yeah. That's... She went ahead I mean, and moved home with her parents. Very and... sad that one of them had to die. Weird. That's so weird. But it's kind of always seemed like Jennifer was like the one who was like controlling June mm -hmm. so for them to decide that Jennifer had to mm -hmm. die like it kind of makes sense because like from my experience with twins it always kind of seems to be like one of them is more attached to the other twin than the other mm. like one is kind of more the follower than the other okay. and stuff like that so I could see like Jennifer was one who was more attached to June and she felt like maybe she couldn't like live without June and June was like no nah, bro I'm good could be yeah yeah very interesting twins um yeah are if you, you have any what are you a twin let yeah. us know I was just gonna say if you have any twin stories or whatever uh whatever does you up. do um we have a few shout outs before we go <laughs> like, okay. You said we have your shout outs. All right. <laughs> shout it Look. out. <laughs> Looks at me. yourself. Mm -hmm. Shout it out. Bye. Uh, we'd <laughs> like to shout out Kills and Chills. They shouted us out on their story. And I was listening to them. You should go listen to it. <laughs> uh, they're great. Uh, there was other people. Oh my God. Here, here, here. I have one. I have one. Uh, 
we would like to shout out nothing ever happens in Canada. Canada. Because nothing ever happens in Canada. Or does it? Find out on their podcast. Yeah. Nothing ever happens in Canada. Go give them a listen. Go follow them on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. They're on Spotify. I don't know about the others, but I use Spotify, so. I checked. I'll check CastBox. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, yes. Undercover Coven. Uh, Every time I listen to their intro, well, just lately, because it's been about me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I love listening to people talk about me. Only good stuff, though. Oh, my God. If Sandy does kill her her husband, which... I mean, I, I hope she does it, but I'd rather see her be the one who kills him than he kills her. Just saying. Anyways, hit me up for an exclusive uh, interview. I'll only be speaking with Undercover Coven. <laughs> hit me up. Only Undercover Coven. Everyone else can fuck off. BBC, get a life. They don't want to talk to you. Hold on to <laughs> Undercover Coven. CBC, F off. <laughs> Yeah, all the others. Get out of here. You're not nearly as cool as Undercover Coven, so. You want to hear my exclusive deep tea? Deep <laughs> tea, know. deep dive. The hot deep tea, dive. spilled tea. Yeah, you want to hear is. the sizzling, spicy, hot tea, ginger tea for that sore throat? Also, everyone's <laughs> been like, oh, well, Sandy's like, doesn't want to kill her. Like, we're not even married yet. <laughs> but I can well, already tell you. I, I hope this don't... isn't the foreshadow. I don't want to. Hopefully our life isn't, like, a murder drama film. Though, if it I was, hope not. and it's been leading up to this, we're totally sending ourselves up here, aren't we? Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm gonna get arrested. Oh god. <laughs> I'm gonna go to jail for, like, helping you conspire or whatever. Oh my god, I am not- Okay. You heard it here, and I'm making myself very clear. I am not going to kill my husband. In fact, Sadie doesn't even have a husband right now. <laughs> but when he is my husband, I won't kill him. What husband? <laughs> oh my god. There's no husband to kill. We're not guilty. God, we're so funny. <laughs> This is why we have a podcast. Oh, we're so funny. <laughs> um, no, I, I love fun? Ian oh. very much, okay? For now. Was there oh. anyone else? <laughs> I feel like there was. I just can't remember. Um, I love that the study a- room has just clear windows and everybody's just watching us laugh her asses off to a microphone well there was one time i was here studying with megan and taylor and we were watching the grinch and everyone could see oh yeah i I remember the snapchats that's funny yeah we're supposed to be studying but yeah we watched how the grinch stole christmas yeah that's a good movie it is great Mm -hmm. well that was that was a ride that was fun (laughs) very fun check us out on instagram at the woods podcast and on Twitter at Woods Podcast. Email us your freaky <laughs> freaky twin stories and ghost stories and any kind of stories. Even uh if they're bullshit. Um <laughs> yeah, honestly. at our email, the Woods Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our blog with very few videos we've posted on there, uh the Woods Podcast dot home dot blog. 
And we, of course, per usual, would love, love to thank the awesome Jason Shaw for our intro, Running Waters. Have a good day. Uh, don't kill your husband. See ya. Bye.